we were hiking in Torrey Pines and then one of like the volunteers of that state park came up to us and was just like oh just to let you know if you look far ahead you may be able to see whales migrating whoa from alaska all the way down <gasps> to baja because the water's getting really cold up in alaska mm, why don't they just stay involved <laughs> <laughs> maybe for mating okay, you gotta okay. get some too yeah <laughs> hey everyone welcome back to another episode of the ticket to anywhere podcast i'm trizzy and i'm leah we are two voices, two views, and two ways to adventure anywhere. Yes. And today we have an episode for you on our beloved Southern California. Mm-hmm. Because as much as we love living here and exploring this region every weekend, every day, and just being in it, we try not to take it for granted. We realize that it is a destination Oh yeah. region as well. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to take our favorite parts of um the state uh southern california and deliver them to you especially if you've never been here because there's a lot to do there's a lot to pack in yeah but one of the questions we answered was you know like what would you do in three days yeah and that was such a cool topic because (laughs) we brought so different answers yeah very different experiences yeah hence the type of travelers we are um (laughs) but opposites attract that's why we're homies yeah (laughs) because we're teachers and students we love for you guys to drop in the comments as well to let us know what gems of southern california that we didn't get to mention here because i probably a lot yeah i'm a local i'm not a late native late late i am a late (laughs) Native. Native. I thought you were going to say like an LA native. Uh, Lative. Or I'm a late native. (laughs) This is a great word. I know, yeah. It's a a good pun. (laughs) (laughs) But I've lived here since 2006. Yeah. And there's still, yeah, it's a long time, but there's still a lot for me to learn and visit. So I like to know everybody's point of views and thoughts and all these other places yeah i mean we would love to know especially like if you know southern california really well and you had a three-day itinerary for someone who Mm. hasn't been here before where would you take them right that is the big question and in this episode we go over you know best getaways uh best weekend trips that may be outside of the southern california zone uh where to find some of the best food some of the best neighborhoods notable neighborhoods uh, seasonal activities that we would recommend to people and this episode is just chock full of of so much southern california goodness we're super proud down here yeah exactly <laughs> even the beverages yes always the beverages and actually i'm proud today i am drinking a rose latte from sip and saunder and it is a black owned coffee shop in inglewood on mm-hmm. market street which they're really bringing up and building new things on and by the time this episode is out it will be black history month so we're super proud to be supporters of sip and saunder i'm gonna go work from there next and put a reel and tiktok out but it's a rose latte it's awesome a little pricey seven dollars but i just realized that's literally the cost that's of what it is now an iced latte in california even, so even boba costs that yeah now. it's pricey it's, it's pricey. insane if what you guys the- um yeah. watch insecure on hbo you'll see that Issa rae did um uh, an event at 
the Market Street, it's the block is her yeah. company. Mm-hmm. So the event was at Market Street, and that is where Sip and Sonder is located. Yeah, it's super. It's a super cool coffee it's shop. So lovely. I only ran in to get a drink, but next time I'm gonna spend an afternoon there. I am drinking a raspberry matcha latte, Ooh. and it's instant. It's an instant mix from. Okay, nobody David's gotta know. Tea. Nobody gotta know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's from David's Tea. They sell loose leaf teas. Mm-hmm. This one specifically I got from a uh, really cute advent calendar Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, and so this was actually from last year. Basically, 24 packs of instant matcha <laughs> that I have to go through. And this was the one I chose today. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, deliciousness. But what matters is that we're drinking these in Southern California, and we are super proud to be bringing you this episode. So enjoy. Cheers. Cheers. Hey there, it's Trizzy and Leah, your hosts for the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. We created this travel podcast for you, who's just as obsessed with exploring the globe as we are. We each travel a different way and even have different work schedules. But every episode, we aim to widen your worldview, inspire you to consider a destination near or far, or learn from others. With us, you can adventure from anywhere. Keep in touch with us on social media at Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast. Remember to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Never miss an episode by subscribing to Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. And hit subscribe to follow our visual podcasts on YouTube to keep up to date on our channel. If you find value and enjoy our episodes and special guests, please rate us and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us and helps others find us easier. You can also leave comments or reviews on our YouTube channel or Facebook page. Be sure to search for Ticket Number 2 Anywhere Podcast. Take a screenshot of the episode you're currently listening to, share it on your socials, and tag us. Or send this episode to a friend if you think it'll be helpful for them. And if you'd like to support us by monetary means, you can do so by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash ticket number two anywhere. All right, we figured since we live in Southern California, why not talk about our backyard, our huge backyard. Huge backyard. Honestly, California is the best state. Sorry, fight me, at me, at me. Me too. What you got? I think we live (laughs) in the best state because here... You can go from wine country f- to the desert, to mm-hmm. the beach, to the mountains, to the forest, to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You can go everywhere. LAX is a huge international hub. Yes, and it's the hub to the Asian Pacific. So if you which, like that. Yeah, why wouldn't you want to go yeah, I know. visit Asia <laughs> and all their good food? But today, we'd love to talk about Southern California. We're going to take you on a journey through Southern California, because there is a big difference between Southern California and Northern California. There is. It's not just the weather. No. Northern California is very, like, PNW. Yeah. It's I very Pacific Northwest, like, very woodsy, foresty, rains quite a bit more mm-hmm. often. It's more green. Yeah. Um, and just not as many cities as Southern California. Like, Southern California, um, we have a majority of the population of, the state of California. That's right. And like Southern California's economy alone. Right. Could be, because we have the ports, mm-hmm. right? So uh, we're a pretty big deal down here. <laughs> so this episode is a love letter to Southern California. And it's a really great episode if you've never been here before. 
Or if you, you know, are from here and live here like we do and just want some new places to explore every weekend. And that's true. And the funny thing is, I'm not LA native. I'm currently a resident. You've of been LA. here, but you're a local. I'm a local. For because about... you've been here like 15, 17 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Leah is LA native. I'm native. Yeah. I am native, yes. I was born and raised just outside of Los Angeles in a suburb, but it's still considered LA County. Yeah. LA is a whole so different weird. love story. <laughs> Wait, so why? Wait. I didn't realize. Santa Clarita is yeah. still LA County. Palmdale Lancaster is still LA County. Wow. Okay. Palmdale Lancaster, Antelope Valley is still LA County, which means it's still Southern California. See, it's huge. I never know and, the, the cutoff. Well, that's what we were researching right before we hit record was like where the border is for Southern <laughs> yeah. California. And it depends on who you're talking to because like political lines, mm-hmm. like where you're voting, what county you're voting in also determines it. So some sources are saying it's almost all the way up to like San Luis Obispo and like Kern County, which I feel like that's very central California. Right. But, um, I mean, we're going to talk about our versions of Southern California in this episode. (laughs) So the first question we're going to answer, especially for all your, all you noobs to Southern California out there is, and Tracy and I, we came up with questions and we like hid the answers from each other because we love surprising each other (laughs) on the show sometimes live in real time. So if you had a long weekend, basically three full days in Southern California, what would your itinerary be? So these are the kinds of questions y'all are asking. We're going to answer that. So I will go first, give a quick like one to two minute explanation. Mm -hmm. Three places I would take you over a long weekend. Disneyland, Laguna Beach, and Hollywood and all its rooftops and the Walk of Fame. <laughs> Damn. Smart. So those are my three. Disneyland, very obvious. Um, Southern California is the home of theme parks and amusement parks, and we love them out here. And Disneyland is iconic. Yeah. So why wouldn't you go there? Right. And you can spend easily a weekend there, but we're going to just do that in one day. yeah (laughs) famed laguna beach i mean the whole series brought it to life in our high school years and really put it on the map and the water really is as beautiful and blue as you see on tv yes i didn't realize that it's stunning and it's very small town very beach town but very chill like you surf you skate you get your great food there it's a really good getaway it's you know orange county Mm -hmm. so between la and san diego yeah and it's just always gorgeous. So Laguna Beach for a day. Why That's not? That's a good, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then Hollywood, because oh, I'm not even kidding. People want to come here and they still want to see That's the Walk true. of Fame. They still want to see, they want to do Running Canyon and try to run into celebrities. They still want to do Griffith Observatory. Actually, I, I like Griffith Observatory. So they want to do nice. the trails to Griffith. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, rooftop, we all know how obsessed I am with the rooftops. So like you can't do LA or Southern California with me and not expect to be like up on a view or in a rooftop. Mm. But I mean, just there's a lot of quirky things in like Hollywood and around those parts, Hollywood and Vine. So and you you're gonna need a lot of energy for the hikes and walking through Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of cute cafes. And she knows all about that as well (laughs) to pick up your caffeine. Yep. So So my Leah's three day itinerary in Southern California, Disneyland, Laguna Beach and Hollywood. How cool, because mine is so completely opposite. opposite. 
<laughs> All right, Trizzy. So you get to answer the question. If you had a long weekend in Southern California, what would your itinerary be? Long weekend. Three days. Three full days. First day, Joshua Tree National Park. Okay. All right. Second day, you move your way only an hour and a half to two hours to Anza Borrego State Park, which is a little bit south. Where is <laughs> The next place i really? would say is oceanside <laughs> wow yeah. okay and they're all within an hour and a half to two hour drive mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i was just gonna say like oh it's um, <laughs> yeah. disneyland to laguna beach and then to hollywood it's about the same amount because yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you factor in the traffic that's what is yep. gonna be the time mm-hmm. um but yeah joshua tree on the first day you're gonna see the boulders the rocks there's a lot of hikes that you could check out Mm -hmm. check out the choya garden which is a whole bunch of like these cute cactuses um be careful because they're also called like like the bouncing cactuses where if if a little wind hits it it could jump off and if you're close to it it's going to be painful. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So, but it's really cool. Joshua Tree has Skull Rock, Hidden Valley. Yeah. Trail is one of my favorite. Barker Dam. And you can camp out there. The night sky is gorgeous. All right. Yeah. We affectionately call it J-Tree. J-Tree. I know. <laughs> J-Tree. Because I've been there so many times. Yeah. Anza Borrego. <laughs> Anza Borrego is not too different because okay. it, it is nature. And but they have slot canyons, and these slot canyons are kind of like white rocks ish. Did you go to these? Yeah, I went to these. All right, she's gonna throw them up on the screen yeah, because I do not remember this. I've never heard of this place, but that is really because I was gonna ask, mm-hmm. what does Anza Borrego have over like other you know parks? Yeah, in the, it's in pretty much California, still so. in the desert within like the desert. Okay, cool feel. So they do have wildflowers around the area during spring. So okay. if you're driving, let's say if you're from LA and this isn't part of the itinerary, okay. but if you're from LA and you're driving towards Anza Borrego, you'll pass like the area, like Lake Elsinore. That's where you'll see like the wildflowers blooming. Okay. Yeah. Mm. On a good bloom season. But Anza Borrego also has this really cool off-roading opportunity oh, for you yes. to drive and you'll see these cool sculptures of one, dinosaurs. And there's another Very one cool. of a dragon. So it's art. So if you love art, check it out. There you go. Art in nature. Exactly. And then on the third day, make your way to Oceanside, California, which is a little north from uh, San Diego. And that's your beach. So you have like the desert and the nature part. Mm-hmm. And then you have the beach where you could just relax your piggies because you've just been hiking for the past two days. Yep. And just drive in in the past two days. So, Oceanside, it is. There we go. And ta-da, three days. Three days, long weekend in Southern California. (laughs) I know. That's a great question. That's a good question. Also, mine were not in order. You did yours in, like, chronological order. So that was really smart. I had to. Yeah. had to make it, like, Flow? Mm -hmm. I did not make mine flow. I'm just like, go, go, go. You kind of (laughs) did. But, you know, when you go to Disneyland for a day, you better get that park hopper. (laughs) I know. I know. 
<laughs> Disneyland is so expensive, by the way, these days. Just visit the site for most updated prices because they're kind of constantly changing, especially mm-hmm. with um, COVID. You have to reserve the park beforehand. So yeah. those looking to head to Disneyland, um, make sure you you register for it early <laughs> and save a lot of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially if you got kids. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It kind of missed the glory days where we used to go to Disneyland for like, 40 bucks a person goodness but this was like in the early nine like this was in the early yeah. 90s when life was good yeah when life was good and we didn't pay and we didn't <laughs> <laughs> thank you parents. that's true thank you parents yeah. <laughs> forever indebted to you thank yes. you <laughs> okay so now we want to bring up a topic of just three favorite spots in southern california off the top of our heads not to be confused on where we personally would take you if you were to explore mm-hmm. Southern California with us, because keep in mind, SoCal is massive and almost every na- big popular neighborhood yeah. you're probably going to hear throughout this episode. But for sure, um, yeah, we're just going to name three favorite spots, give a little reasoning of why we like them and then some no- notable neighborhoods. Yeah. So I can start. Uh, I would say, okay, three favorite spots. Santa Barbara, the desert slash Palm Springs, Mm -hmm. and San Diego. And I know those are all really big kind of sections, but Santa Barbara because, I mean, it's a college town, but it's right on the ocean. You can be super active. Like, you can go surfing. You can ride bikes around town. It's small enough that you you can walk it by foot. You could... Ride bikes around town, um, bomb seafood, really close to wine country, central coast wine country. And um, it's a cute, it's just a cute little town. Great for like even a lunch getaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. You can go up there and like have Done lunch, that. spend a few hours strolling the paseos or something. Yeah. Um, and it's just stunning. Like it's just so cute. And I it love that really the Spanish architecture is yeah. every, everywhere in Santa Barbara. That's what I was just about to say. Yep. Yeah. And California is very... Um, uh, were famous, well, I guess infamous for that because if you learn the history, the California history of, of the missions um, and how the Spaniards conquered California, it's actually not so glorified. We used to glorify it in history books and now it shouldn't be because oh. they came in, you know, like ruining Sheesh. things and people, like misplacing people. So <sighs> that's, the, that's the whole story of like the missions. Anyways, the Cal- California history, we learned it in fourth grade growing up. But um, I do love some Santa Barbara mm-hmm. and the desert and Palm Springs. We both love the heat. Yes. Trizzy and I obsessed with the heat. I don't do cold. I don't do anything. You drop below 55. I don't go there. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't do the cold. Um, but the desert and Palm Springs just there's just so much to do. And it like is. Palm Springs is such a getaway for like for like and Helena's especially even people from like San Diego from everywhere. If you mm-hmm. can drive there within a few hours Great getaway because it's always hot in the desert. It's mm. popping. So nice. uh, tons more to do now. You can golf there, you know, yeah. close to all the hiking in the desert as well. And tons of hotels, uh, tons of place to eat. Really big brunch spot. Mm-hmm. Palm Springs. Yeah. Like you want like bottomless brunch on the weekends, like go out there. I've done like a turnaround. I I went last October for mm-hmm. a night. Yeah. That was the first time I'd been there in seven years. Wow. I know it's been a long time, <laughs> but I did the whole world in between then. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but Palm Springs, we're really lucky to have it, and it is a it is a destination so it far. It is, yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. They have like these oasis, like desert oasis too. Yeah, man. And I think like as far we'll interject like notable neighborhoods in there. Mm-hmm. Like we both agreed that the Strip, which is 
literally what the main drag in Palm Springs is. Like, that's where things are happening. That's where you eat. That's where you go club. That's where you go see performances or a show. You Mm -hmm. get dressed up. Bachelorette parties there all the time. Um, Really LGBTQ friendly Mm -hmm. as well. So um, the Strip in Palm Springs, notable neighborhood. And then my last, one of my last favorite spots, San Diego. I know that's really, really like wide region but for me san diego's always been a good mix of beach and city you have the downtown section gas lamp you have all the businesses you have petco park down there um and then you have all the beach towns like pb ocean beach um you get really close to the border have a lot of mexican influence a lot of mexican influence a lot of people live in tijuana work in san diego Mm -hmm. or vice versa so gotta check that area out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and up and coming neighborhoods in san diego notable neighborhoods north park this i heard from my friends just because they're building up lots of breweries lots of gardens lots of outdoor patio seating um so a lot of people are moving to the area because it's you know nice and walkable it's right near balboa park nice and then barrio logan is one place that i had heard of as well, which is a lot of Mexican influence, a lot of Mexican street mm-hmm. food, and just really cool, really walkable, and infuses a lot of the the culture. I mean, Mexican culture is, like, Southern Californian culture is Mexican culture, to yeah. be honest. A lot of it is very intermixed, especially the further south you go, which yeah. I love. We're super proud of that. Oh, yeah. In Southern California, mm-hmm. so. Um, all right, my top three, mm-hmm. well, not top three, I'll just say... That I could really think of because mm-hmm. there's like you said it's massive the options in Southern California is for sure limitless yes we yes. could go on for this could be month. a 19 hour episode <laughs> for real it could be yes I mentioned Joshua Tree mm-hmm. in the itinerary and that is one of my favorite spots for obvious reasons the boulders like I said the hiking the fact that I could rock scramble yeah is what, what the is heck so- is that <laughs> you're just hopping on rocks Oh, I thought you like, meant no gather way. the rocks oh, and then no. scramble <laughs> like up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just climbing on these rocks and it's, you know, it's obviously dangerous, but these rocks are so huge okay. that you feel safe. Okay. I don't encourage it if you're not experienced in yes. rock scrambling. Must be experienced. <laughs> Even though I'm not really, but... A- level, get, advanced like, level or above, please. <laughs> My adrenaline pumps. And it's just, you get on top of these rocks and you just see more of the view, which you're more appreciative of, mm-hmm. of how nature is, it's like, compiled this national park. It's insane. I love how your views are on top of rocks and my views are on top of rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> Different yeah. views. Yeah. Two voices, two views. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we about. That's right. <laughs> um, so that's Joshua Tree. Um, love it my other one would be if you're on the beach side Mm -hmm. i love zuma beach in malibu their water not as blue as laguna beach but it's still blue and i feel like compared to the um, la waters that we get from like redondo manhattan it's santa monica it's so warm up there yeah i love it and um I've, I've been there recently, I think maybe a year or two ago, mm-hmm. but surfing as well, right? I think in Zuma. I did bodyboarding. Okay. Yeah. Did you see any surfers out there? Or I was probably it just did. Not the I can't time remember. Day? Yeah. yeah. But the sand was soft. Mm-hmm. There's a village or like a food place around mm-hmm. that area not too far from it. Malibu alone has actually some notable food spots ah, along the coast. Okay. I Rose have to of- visit more 
Okay. I've been there twice and loved it both times. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of hiking up in the canyons, too. Malibu, Malibu's just great. Could never afford to live there. Oh, yeah. No. Ever. That's reserved <laughs> for the billionaires. Um, but, yeah, there's, like, the, the Thai place. There's Rosenthal Winery. Mm, I there's... gotta hit you up for some of your I know. There. Well, I was like, I go there once, and all of a sudden, I know everything <laughs> about it. <laughs> and my third spot will be Solvang. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know about Solvang, it's on the way to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's this cute Danish town. Super Copenhagen, cute. Denmark, Germany feel. Yeah, it's, it's really... It's so cute. It's literally a Danish town in yeah. California. I love... We're going to get to the food part, but oh, yeah. I love this sausage garden that they have. Ooh, okay. So you get like the bratwurst. You get different types of sausages from different countries. Mm-hmm. You also could order pretzel. So pretzel and sausage. Interesting. Okay. It's the perfect pair. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then you had some notable neighborhoods too. Oh, yeah, I do. Notable neighborhoods, I would say Old Town Temecula. Mm-hmm. Temecula is what, south towards San Diego-ish? Yeah. I think it's San Diego County actually, technically. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's like wine, wine, country. wine country in San Diego County. <clears throat> yeah. That's what Temecula is. I Easy. ate at a Cuban restaurant there. It's called Havana, Cuba, I mm, believe. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. So if you guys are ever in the area, check that out. I've only been once, and I just love the environment there. I love Temecula. Yeah. Every year, my family does Blackout Friday. Mm. And we used to go, we go wine tasting. You guys go down there? Uh, our first, like, four years was Temecula, yeah. Damn. And we used to get a limo. This used to be all my cousins and I, okay. right? And then we started getting older. People started having babies. So now <laughs> the only family that does Blackout Friday is my immediate family, my, my okay. me and my siblings. But we still celebrate by doing wine tasting. We used to go out wine tasting. Mm-hmm. Then everyone caught on in, like, mm. 2013 or something. So gotcha. now everyone else goes out wine tasting. Right, right. But, and, and we used to go wine tasting instead of shopping smart yeah but now you can you can wine taste and shop at the same time (laughs) this is why everyone caught on you know and it was smart because then the wineries also started offering discounts like hey come come to us you know black friday shop with us but anyway all that to say uh that i've been to temecula many many times my sister also got engaged there and it is i mean like we said california alone will be its own all of california will be its own episode but at least with uh, Temecula, that is like the Southern California wine country. And it is a little bit pricier than whatever is up north. And maybe the growing conditions okay. are better up gotcha. north. Um, and also another notable neighborhood is the Big Bear Village. If you guys have been to Big Bear. Big Bear is great all year around because mm, yeah. it snows as well. And during the summer, I went for just like a, a day trip. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, I went there in the morning, got there in the morning, did a hike, went to the village, found a cafe, yep. worked out of there. So this is what people working remote in LA, you guys could do this too. Go work remotely yes, from there. It's amazing. That's good that you mentioned it's all, it's good in like all seasons mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. So the snowing season is fun because we you get to go snow tubing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's like this new coaster the mineshaft coaster oh. where the snow tubing took place is where the mineshaft coaster is located at too so you have the snowy hill during the winter season and then you have the summer roller coaster in 
the summer season. Mm. That's I'm not a huge snow person. I've been to Big Bear in mm-hmm. March, but it was pouring rain. Oh, we did okay. get a cabin up there for a really reasonable price. Gotcha. But Big Bear is good. I'm not I'm not a mountain and snow person. Uh. So that's that's all things Trizzy. She's <laughs> she's better with that. But I, and I have friends that just bought property on the way to Big Bear. Oh, yeah. We're gonna need to talk about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a village food places there. You can get some souvenirs. Um, Boba is out there as well. I do have to mention my what? Boba. Boba and Big Bear? <laughs> and it's actually pretty good. It was like this white guy who's making Boba for us. What? But the mixture was amazing. How? How did clue. he learn? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm glad you. he did. I'm yeah. glad he learned. But um, like, wow. Yeah. We ate at this uh, Nepalese restaurant called okay. Himalayan restaurant. It was Ooh. so good. Himalayan restaurant, y'all gotta go check that out as well. In Big Bear. In Big Bear, right. the village. We could talk about food for hours in Southern California. Yeah. For four plus hours. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna start with Trizzy's favorites. Oh. Do you need notes? Yes, I do need to take a look at. All right, so I did mention in the episode earlier about the bratwurst and the sausages and the pretzels that you could get in Solvang, California. The place is called Copenhagen Sausage, uh, Copenhagen Copenhagen Sausage Garden. Mm -hmm. I believe they even have vegan choices as well. So it's an amazing environment too. It's outdoor eating. Or you could just order to go and then find like a cute nearby park area in Sylvain because everything is so condensed that yeah. you could just eat there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love it there. Um, and if you're going up to Mammoth, Mammoth Lakes, that's a little bit north of LA. Not a little bit. It's about a six hour drive. <laughs> you, you make a stop at Bishop, California. Pick up some pastries called Eric Schatz Bakery. It's not bakery, bakery. it's bakery. Yeah, and there's a there's there's another bakery called Eric Schatz too. But apparently, the story is that his ex-wife took his recipes, created her own shop, but does not taste the same. So everybody just goes to Bishop California's location. What? That's what I heard. Who knows if it's true? Okay. Eric Schatz is the place to be. Wait, I, should do? Should I know? Should we know who Eric Schatz is? Like. Is he um, famous? Eric Schatz. I just know that I love his pastries. <laughs> I was like, we were speaking about him like he's your neighbor. Like, Yo, Eric, thanks for the pastries. Get the almond bread, y'all. <laughs> almond pulled bread. It's so bomb. Okay. Um, yeah, so we'll make a stop there. And in LA, and I feel like all mm, around the world mm-hmm. nowadays, food hall is very popular. Yes, my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorites is down in the OC. It's Rodeo 39. They have... Where in, in Orange County? Um, It's close to Anaheim. I know it's about like 10 minutes from Disneyland. Wait, you're not talking about the pop, the um, container park, are you? No. Okay. That's the, the packing district. Okay, I was like, yeah. what is it called? That one is amazing too. It's really good, yeah. yeah. Um, but Rodeo 39, they have a Filipino place. They have these, um, like Giovanni shrimp truck type of... What? Yeah. I don't even need to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I don't even need to go to Hawaii. I'm just going to go down to Anaheim. Know, just go to OC, for sure. <laughs> just go to Anaheim. It's good. They have Vietnamese food, so it's very multicultural. Oh, okay. That, That's nice. Yeah. In that food hall. And parking is convenient. It's free, so... Oh, because we're from LA, Southern California... 
We are sidebar obsessed with parking. <laughs> yeah. I have some funny stories from living in Vegas and asking friends about parking, but we're so obsessed with parking. Yeah. Because it's not good in Southern California. It's, it's not, not good. <laughs> I literally have to always change my Google Maps or Apple Maps to satellite just to zoom in to see if there's parking. If there's parking, yeah. yeah. And like plan on where I plan to park. Hot tip, change your Google Maps to satellite. <laughs> and zoom in. Don't forget to zoom in. All right. <laughs> that was a sidebar, but I'm just like, God, we're so obsessed with parking. I know. That is, that's what happens when you live in LA. Okay. But Mexican food, oh, so authentic, so delicious mm-hmm. in LA. Um, one of my favorites that I could think of because I ate it recently is these birria tacos that I got from a place called Tacos. El Goloso. It's in Harbor City, California, which is like South Bay. Torrance. That's like, is that like San Pedro? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. San Pedro. Yeah. Cannot forget about the most recent, 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 like two weeks ago, I had these Mexican pastries. Conchas. Have you ever had a concha before? Like a pastry? Yeah. I've had a concha like in Nicaragua, like, but but a lot. No, but not a pastry. It was like a... I might be pronouncing it wrong. No, Concha's right. It's probably like a croissant or something. Yeah, yeah. It's bomb. So it's like this hard shell, but it's soft when you eat it. Okay. On top, it's just like these cracklings of design and it's flavor. The one I got, I believe, is cinnamon flavor. Ooh. Yeah. And it's in King City, California, which is on the way to the Pinnacles National Park. So I found out about it because I zoomed in again on the Google Uh Maps and located a pastry that had like amazing reviews wow. it's called tortilleria martinez mm-hmm. and um small local business that whole city is very tiny and yeah. small but very warming and welcoming the lady who worked there was great their tamales was off the chain and i'm so mad i didn't get more because i was I trying know, to save space like, in my backpack don't do that no just, just buy the just tamales buy yeah yeah i know and apparently their <laughs> birria is really good too, but I didn't try that one. Okay, best food. So one thing I want to note about California in general, but Southern California um, in particular, I I think our specialties are Mexican food, obviously, because we live so close to the border. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Asians here, so a lot of Asian influence and a lot of Asian food. And I know that's very broad, because being from like West Asia is very different than being from like Indonesia versus mm. being from Japan, right? Mm-hmm. But you could literally get all of it here in Southern California. Seriously. And I'm not even kidding when I'm like, it's it's easy for me to think of like a restaurant off the top of my head. I'm like, yeah, go to this neighborhood, go to this neighborhood. Um, so we're very lucky in that sense. I also will say one of my favorite YouTubers, Will Desovich, who is half Filipino, half... You mentioned him. Um, yeah, half mm-hmm. Filipino. He's Hapa. He um he had one of my favorite quotes in one of his videos. He said, I've been all over the world, and yet California food is still my favorite cuisine. Aww. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, because we're very, like, farm we're stable here. Touchy. Everything's fresh. Yeah. We have literally the seventh largest economy in the world, the state of California. Right. So we grow everything here, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, some of my favorite places are, like, that that local produce things that are like sourced locally especially like great white and larchmont in venice like they mm-hmm. do a really good job of that but specialties asian food mexican food you can find pretty much anywhere like trizzy mentioned before 
solving for Danish food, which I think is kind of crazy that it's like this cute little Danish town in in California. Weirdly enough, haven't I haven't been there yet, which is odd. (laughs) Um, Seafood anywhere off the coast, like we live on the coast, so it's it's fresh. It doesn't take long to get to us, and Mm -hmm. it's good and. You know, we make it our own. We make it very Californian. Yeah. Uh, Barrio Logan, which I mentioned before, down in San Diego. Uh, really cool. Really happening. Goes really off. Go yeah, I really want to go too. I haven't yeah. been. I'm in San Diego twice next month. So Ooh. we'll see if I can get down there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to know like the really concentrated hot spots for Asian food, uh, in particular in Los Angeles and in Orange County, K-Town in mm-hmm. the middle of L.A., San Gabriel Valley, SGV, also known as a 626. Yes. All kinds of Asian food. The night market. So good. I got sick there last time. Okay, never mind then. (laughs) I think it was the food I ate, though. It wasn't like the night market, personally. Um, And then Sautel on the west side for Asian food. And that's really like up and coming the last, I'd say, decade, Mm -hmm. too, which is nice. But... As I was writing this, like, oh, best places to get Asian food in Southern California, you can't forget about Orange County. You can't forget about Garden Grove, oh Westminster. Yeah. Can't forget about the just because they're the burbs. Just because they're the burbs doesn't mean they don't got great food. When my parents come in, in town from Seattle, they're like, take me to Orange County. That's all I Do need. they really? Yeah. They love it down there. They, they want their $10 they love- Korean barbecue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But- so not to be missed because Trizzy's parents said so. Got to yeah. get to Garden Grove and Westminster. Exactly. They love the restaurants out there, too. You know, it, when I was in oh, when we went to Long Beach State. But wait, were you there a few times? <laughs> no. No, be proud, UCLA. I love UCLA. Eight clap. That was one clap. <laughs> I was like, was I supposed to clap no. after that, too? Um, anyways, when, I feel like we've gone to get K, K Barbecue a couple times. We did, times. we did. Okay, we once. did. Yeah. Actually, I don't think it was KBQ. I feel like it was like a ramen place or a udon place that we went to. I've never, I don't think I ate Korean barbecue when I was in college. I was going every week with like <laughs> Tommy Trin, Rambo. Oh, okay. You were Matsu. I was going oh, all man. the, this is when I ate meat in college. Yeah. Damn. We would go to, and Long Beach, Long Beach State is on the border of LA and Orange County, right below Orange County um there is garden grove westminster i used to work at the old navy down there in college mm-hmm. but literally and this was like this was a long i'm not gonna age ourselves this is a long time ago <laughs> we'd literally go on friday nights wear like our oldest clothes and go to like garden grove and wait two hours just to eat ten dollar all you can eat korean barbecue Damn. and that includes the sides Woo! because <laughs> i just keep thinking about how denise in london has to pay for the I don't know what the Korean word is. Bonchons? Yes. Yeah. You got to pay for that. That's ridiculous. No, that's unheard of in California. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. We don't do that here. <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mine was more of, mine was more of like neighborhoods and cuisines, whereas like Trizzy came to you with actual places. Mm-hmm. But we really wanted to make this accessible to people who maybe have never been to California before and like get them to think of things maybe places to stay where to focus on where they really want to get their cuisine so that is our food portion of this when you're in a bind and trying to relax but you can't go to southeast asia (laughs) because you're the caribbean or the caribbeans because your work doesn't allow vacations (laughs) (laughs) so you need a quick getaway right 
Yeah. That's why another reason living in Southern California mm-hmm. is just so lovely because there are great places around here. So many. And we're super lucky to live here because of that. Mm-hmm. So what are you some, some of your top quick getaways in Southern California? College students, y'all already know. Las Vegas, baby. Hey. <laughs> I shouldn't say college, but Ex bottle rats like, over here. You know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Even nowadays, we just go to Vegas just for the weekend. Like yes. last summer, I went to Vegas for 24 hours, basically, yeah. just to watch basketball games. Yep. I'm doing and, turnaround trips in Vegas to Vegas all the time. See? It's mm-hmm. just easy, accessible. And there's always something new to do, too, like a new food place to hit up or a new hotel to check out Mm -hmm. or a new show mm -hmm. or a new pool party or a a DJ you want to see. He's performing that night or something. Exactly. There's always residency and stuff like that. And Vegas is one hour by flight from L.A. or four hours by car. (sighs) No traffic. Yeah. Pending no traffic. Pending no traffic for Mm -hmm. sure. And, you know, on the way back, usually what I like to do it's stopped in San Gabriel Valley. Oh, okay. Do for you? Food. For yeah. food. Yep. Yeah. My other one is Solvang. Solvang is just limitless coming out of my mouth. Because <laughs> See how you're inserting it into every to topic in this Because summer. it really is like, if you can't make it to Europe, just go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get like a little baby step feel mm-hmm. to your big European trip. And from here, from... Uh, around LAX to Solvang, it's about like two to three hour drive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very simple. I stayed at the Hadston House overnight before. Okay. Hadston House Inn, and they included um, dinner. And their wow. dinner and breakfast as well. Sorry, I almost forgot that. Amazing food. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Amazing food, amazing That's service. That's super cool. And it was just easy. You park at the hotel and you could just walk to town, basically, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or village. Um, <laughs> and another quick getaway for all you outdoorsy nature people, Death Valley National Park. Now, it's only two hours away from Las Vegas Strip, which is oh, crazy. Okay. That's Four hours cool. from L.A., but I've done it in a day trip. Yeah. Just start really early. I love doing that. I left L.A. around like 5 a.m., Got to the first hike about 9 a.m., did maybe three spots in Death Valley, and then just drive back down or spend a whole weekend there. Yeah, very The camping cool. is amazing out there, night sky. Texas Springs Campground, which is by Zabriskie Point, is where I stayed, and I believe it was um, $14 a night. Okay. And they had running water. They had flushing toilets. Crazy. Very cool. Mm-hmm all these national parks i could just go on and on about but i wanted to differentiate because i talk a lot about joshua tree big big (laughs) national park fan over here yeah yes yes. (laughs) um okay so quick getaways for me i was thinking um temecula wine country which i've raved about Uh before but if you need a quick wine country getaway temecula has tons and tons of wineries and vineyards that you can visit and like Trizzy mentioned mm-hmm. old town Semecula has shopping and dining and entertainment yes. so it really is you could spend a whole weekend there it's super romantic super cute warm um and there's always something new being built so I love I love Temecula wine country a little different from up north but it's it's good if you can't get up north for whatever reason oh, yeah. from LA it's probably like two hours hour and a half two hours 
Um, closest airport would probably be San Diego International, though, because I okay. think technically Temecula is part of San Diego County. Okay. Yep. Um, another one, this little unconventional, probably easier and more frequent for those that live in San Diego, but like Rosarito, Baja, California, wine country across the border is called Valle de Guadalupe, which mm. I just went to last July. Gorgeous. But, um, yeah, basically the northern part of the Baja Peninsula, which is right across the United States-Mexican border. You can drive across the border. You can walk across. Um, I would not recommend taking the Greyhound bus because it didn't work for us. <laughs> they, ended up, uh, they ended up dropping us off at the border and we had to walk across. But uh, I know people that went to a beach festival there recently and down in Rosarito and they were easily able to just walk across so especially for like San Diegans it's not it's it's very easy to cross the border I think coming back into the states is Mm -hmm. where the wait time is if you're sitting in a car and then I mentioned this before I mentioned Laguna Beach before but I really think any of those beaches in like South Orange County Mm -hmm that are really pretty over there like Elisa Elisa Viejo like San Juan Capistrano San Clemente's Laguna Beach these are all surfing beaches and they're just like quintessential Orange County beach towns super chill Mm -hmm. love their Mexican food uh the water's great you can go surfing but a lot of like hiking in the area as well yeah like coastal hikes coastal hikes uh not busy like you know the beaches up in Los Angeles or Long Beach none of that well, you don't go in the water in Long Beach as a port. <laughs> you don't go in the water there. But yeah, so those are some good, really quick, mm-hmm. close, yet fast getaways. I think some popular getaways we were discussing before this, uh, these kind of span like the width of Cal- Southern California, especially if you're coming from the edge of it and you want to venture out a little further. Mm-hmm. Lake Havasu, very popular summer spot if you have a boat, if you know friends with a boat. People with a houseboat, um, you want to cool down in the summer. Uh, It's a, growing up in Southern California, it's a lot, a lot of families, like they have boats or they have ways to get to the river and they'll, they'll take their kids and families on like spring break to Lake Havasu. Okay. Mm -hmm. I haven't been yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a very like growing up in California thing, which (laughs) is funny because that's the difference between like, Tracy's a local, but not a native. I'm a native. I never did that stuff growing up, but like I've you know i knew about it i joined others but like my family itself didn't do it gotcha go to um like parker and lake havasu Mm -hmm. um scottsdale arizona i know that's the next state over but you know a lot of what spring training goes on Mm -hmm. there um sedona's close by tons of hiking it's like literally scottsdale's a new palm springs yeah and it's maybe like a five hour drive from the state of california so six Six from LA, yeah. but I think... Oh, 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 from the state of California. Yeah, from the state line, or maybe like San Diego, I think it's about five hours. Yeah. From LA, probably a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I was able to do a long weekend, like during Thanksgivings, up to from LA to Sedona, back to Phoenix, all in within the Thanksgiving break. So that was about Ooh. maybe like a four or five day weekend, and this is a road trip. It's mm-hmm. not flying in. So doable to get to Scottsdale by land or by flight okay yeah definitely flight is super easy it's like an hour hour and a half Mm -hmm. and another popular getaway Pismo Beach up on the central coast they're like famed for people renting ATVs and like ATVing over the sand seafood is great up there it's a little bit chillier because it's central coast California but it's absolutely stunning 
haven't been. It's like past. past yeah. It's past. I mean, it's past solving and it's past Santa Barbara. Mm. Getting really into like that Central Coast <laughs> territory. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's nice. You can camp there. ATV is really outdoorsy. It's, you know, a small town. Coastal vibes. But also a good weekend getaway. Nice. Yeah. And the last thing we wanted to bring to you are... Some cool, maybe unique seasonal activities in Southern California that we may or may not have done, but we definitely know about and can teach you about if you're <laughs> new to this region. <laughs> snow. Where All can you go snow. for snow? All things snow. Big Bear, Mammoth, <laughs> Mount Baldy. Those are the ones that I like. No, no. Okay. Um, I heard even Joshua Tree gets snow. I think that's hmm. because of climate change. Which yeah. is insane, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Big Bear I mentioned earlier in that episode. You could do snow tubing. Um, there's snow hiking as well if you want to do that. Skiing, snowboarding. Same thing with Mammoth and Mo- Mount Baldy is more for hiking. And I've never been there for skiing or snow resorts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But mm. um, those are the threes that I remember. Or yeah can say that there's snow yeah mm-hmm. for southern california lines and the snow expert that's trizzy i don't touch that like i said <laughs> Just a little the, bit. Uh, the all-weather expert <laughs> <laughs> um so we mentioned this before but i can't get enough of wine country i'd say malibu and temecula are two yeah. of the greatest spots and near santa barbara as well but that's getting to central coast so i don't know if that's technically southern california but temecula wine country you can head out to malibu up in the hills as well mm-hmm. Uh, we Californians love our wine and we're so lucky that we grow it here and can easily have access to the vineyards and um, the people that produce it. So it's really fun. Um, whale watching, which I used to do when I was younger. How cute. I know. It's That's super dope. cute. You know, whale watching in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. You can go in Dana Point. Um, tons of tours and cruises that go out. Pricing differs, but you can see whales during certain seasons here. Nice. In Southern California, I've never coast. seen yeah. um, I've never seen a whale here in Southern California. I've seen lots of dolphins. Yeah. Dolphins is swimming a lot in Redondo Beach area. Ooh, okay. Yeah. On my recent uh, trip to Oceanside, this was December 2021. Mm-hmm. We were hiking in Torrey Pines, and then uh, one of like the volunteers of that state park came up to us and was just like oh just to let you know if you look far ahead you may be able to see whales migrating whoa from alaska all the way down (gasps) to baja that's crazy yeah you didn't see any but that's the time they usually yeah because the water's getting really cold up in alaska so they gotta get it warmer to the the baja waters Mm -hmm. stay warm all year yeah why do they just stay in baja (laughs) why do the whales even go back to alaska maybe for mating i don't know oh that's true that's true okay you gotta get some too yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we actually have a really cool island off the coast of like los angeles and long beach Mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't know about it's called catalina island it's really cute, um, very popular during the summer. There's lots of resorts, hotels. You can go boating in the summer. There's hiking you can do. You can go horseback riding in Catalina. Mm-hmm. The ferry to and from is quite expensive. I think it is sixty dollars like each way. Eighty. Eighty altogether. But check the website for most updated information. Mm-hmm. Catalina Island off the coast of um, Southern California. Yeah, and they used to offer birthdays for free. 
And they don't anymore. They don't anymore, to my knowledge, because I know for my 27th birthday, mm. I utilized it and threw up the whole time <gasps> on the boat getting to Catalina. Oh, Catalina. no. <laughs> and they have one of their special drinks there is called Buffalo Milk. Oh, I've never it's an heard. Alcohol, it's an alcoholic drink. It's not real buffalo milk. I thought it was, but they just call it buffalo milk. Because they have wild buffaloes that yeah, roam yeah, the yeah. island. I see so. that. There's been a few accidents. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So get close to one. Also, you know, I saw a TikTok. This would be really cool, but I don't know if you have like thesilophobia. I don't know. You can jet ski from Long Beach to Catalina. It's like an hour. Damn. That would be kind of crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you could look into that too. I mean, if you're very adventurous, yeah. that would be a cool way to get to Kelly. And uh, I think, well, maybe not cheaper. Probably not. Cheaper. Probably more fun though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely you have your own more space fun. and everything. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. Yep, yep. And then something that Trizzy really wants to do that I haven't done yet. I haven't done that either. I'm waiting for Leah. <laughs> it's this kayaking to the Channel Islands. Yes. Yeah, Channel Islands is off the coast of, like, Oxnard, Ventura. Mm. It's a national park off there, and I don't believe there are any inhabitants, just wildlife, but you can go hiking on the islands, which is cool. You can also go, like, snorkeling and scuba diving there. You can also go kayaking. Obviously much better during the warmer months when the water isn't cold because Southern California water still is pretty, pretty, pretty cold Mm -hmm. outside of, um summer <laughs> months but channel islands i really want to get there too yeah i want to go camping on one of the islands it's doable for you sure can. you yeah, can you can stay camp. overnight mm-hmm. okay stay overnight that's cool yeah you gotta buy a, a ferry ticket basically like a round trip ferry ticket mm-hmm. or something okay mm-hmm. very cool all right yeah and then um i mean we mentioned hiking every every season you can find either yeah. the desert the forest the mountains even the urban hikes like in the city yeah. running you can do any time of the year seriously so. people be doing it during the rain too mm-hmm. like rain or shine is nothing it's, we love our hiking and brunch in southern california <laughs> the sun is really always out it's like wine and cheese the yes that goes together yes 100 and then one of the last things uh skydiving over santa barbara temecula over san diego is a lot of places mm. You can skydive. I was telling Trizzy before this, I went skydiving in 2010. Um, I think in Lodi, like Santa Barbara, skydive Santa Barbara. And they point out where they filmed a little bit of Pirates of the Caribbean, which is cool because it's over Mm. the land and it's over the ocean. Yeah. You won't find me skydiving. (laughs) Just go to her for your, if you need anything winter or snow related. And then I'll tell you where. (laughs) On land. Anything land related. But... Yeah, this was our little love letter to Southern California, and I know we just covered so much in a relatively short amount of time, but we're always open for questions, suggestions, recommendations. Um, We love living here. It's expensive, but it's worth it, and, you know, proud to be a local, proud to be a native, and we hope you enjoyed this episode on Southern California. Thank you, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you love travel as much as we do, hit subscribe on our YouTube channel as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Cast. Thank you all for your support so far. When you have the time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear your thoughts and feedback, and it'll help others come across our episodes and hopefully be inspired to travel and adventure anywhere.